It was 3 a.m. in the Apple. Shitani's phone awakened him. He picked up to the voice of Pee Wee Smith. She was known from coast to coast as one of the best thieving hookers ever to hit the track. Pee Wee's voice broke as she told him about Big Cat's death. Shitani pounded his bed with his fists. The cat, his best friend since they were teenage hustlers in Harlem, had been iced by a pig in L.A. She went on tearfully with details. The shock, for a moment, blocked out his pimp lust to cop a hooker with such superstar credentials. What? She was calling from a Times Square restaurant. He'd send his car for her. He'd blot out her grief with the best dope in New York. He was so kind to care, she blubbered. He hung up and pushed a button on a panel on the bed's headboard. Within two minutes, Eli stormed into the bedroom. Pee-wee just called to tell me a pig wasted the cat in L.A., Shatani said sadly. Eli, take my ride and pick up Pee-wee at the Thompson restaurant in Times Square, Shatani ordered. Eli spun and left the room. Shatani immediately went into action to set the copping stage for Pee-wee. He took his blazing arsenal of jewelry from the nightstand and arranged it on his person. He flipped on a spotlight above the bed's headboard. It illuminated a giant portrait of just his green cat eyes aglow against a background of pitch blackness. The spotlight would also set his rubies and diamonds afire. His coat of arms, a hypodermic spike crossed by a wire coat hanger whip, was painted in flame red at the bottom of the portrait. He gazed at it for a moment and remembered that the cat had cracked that he used the whip on Pee-wee and her stablemates when they broke his rules. Had Pee-wee begun to like the fiery sting of the whip? If not, he knew how to teach any hoe to adore it. He knew his insensate hatred of women would drive him to insanity, to murder, if he didn't relieve his deadly tension through the whip. He felt the horse kick him into dull rapture. He needed to be sharp upstairs to play his best game. He took his dope kit to the bathroom. He shut the door behind him as he checked his watch. Pee-wee should be arriving at any moment. He put down the toilet top and sat down. He injected a powerful shot of top-quality cocaine to clear his head of the heroine's dreamy cobwebs. Shortly, he heard Eli's bass voice, and he knew the prize had arrived. He'd wait and let her absorb the splendor of his bedroom. Perhaps she'd feel her hooker heart rock when his mystical orbs in the portrait trapped her eyes. He had detected an emergency tone of junky need in her voice. She had probably come directly to Times Square from the airport to cop her medicine. The federal and city narcs had combined to sweep up a dozen pushers and to terrorize the others off the street the week before. He felt that Pee-wee couldn't risk buying the dope in Harlem, which was now being cut with everything from quinine to strychnine. Shatani smiled. Pee-wee had run into a dope panic. She knew he kept dope for his girls, so she had looked up Albert Spires' phone number and called him, he reasoned. Eli had seated Pee-wee in the chair at the foot of the bed. The jazzy bedroom and the hypnotic eyes in the portrait had indeed caught her attention. But now she got to her feet and went to the mantel above the fireplace. She studied the fifteen Polaroid shots of girls, white, black, and a pair of Asians, in the center of the pack was a larger picture of Petra.
Pee-wee frowned at the radiance of the Caucasian beauty. She was very pretty in her own Afro way, but she had an unconscious hatred of her blackness, and she was strongly opposed to black players.